Now, I know you're probably thinking, like, why am I doing a podcast? And, you know, something that I've wanted to do for a long time. If you ask some of my friends, they would tell you that. And, you know, I just feel like I have a lot of opinions, a lot of thoughts um, in my head. And I just want to share that with the world. So um, I'm doing this podcast thing. So this is my first one. We'll see how it goes. And um, hopefully it'll be something enjoyable experience. Hopefully you'll enjoy the topics that I pick. Um, enjoy listening to me banter on about certain things. I hope to have some guests um, to bounce ideals and topics off of. Um, with that being said, let's just get into it. So the title of my podcast is going to be Inconceivable. Um, you asked, why did I decide on that title? You know, I wanted to be different. And I think a lot of times we hear things or we see things and we're like, that's inconceivable. Like, why would they do that? Or why did that happen? Or I can't believe this is going that way. So inconceivable. So our topics are going to just be those kind of shocking headline topics around the topics of dating, relationships, sex, pop culture, everything from Real Housewives all the way down to the World Cup, all the way down to is that the right person for me? So hopefully you'll enjoy the topics that I pick. If you do have any ideals, um, just shoot me a message. Um, definitely would um, listen to that and try to get those ideals and topics. So I really thought, what should my first episode be about? And, you know, I had a lot of different topics. I bounced a couple ideals off of some friends. And I really thought like a good first episode would be about relationships. Relationships. You know, relationships are interesting. You know, I think that I have... Um, made a lot of good relationship in my years on this earth and seeing a lot of different relationships on my years on this earth. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about me and what's going on in my life with relationships, but I'll touch on a little bit as we go through this episode. But, you know, one of the things that I think is so interesting is to see people that are invested and in these relationships be in open relationships. So I don't know what I think about open relationships. I think that you could have a partner, be madly in love with them, you know, build a life together with them, build a home together with them, you know, present yourself that, you know, this is the person you've waited for your whole life. And I think either sometimes during the road of that relationship, you either need to spice things up or you're not getting something from that person that you thought you would have forever. And so I think this is why people delve into open relationships. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being in an open relationship. I would actually prefer to have a partner that would sit down with me and say, hey, you're lacking this. I need this in my life to be fulfilled. Let's talk about it. Let's try to get through that. Um, 
I believe I know a few people that are in open relationships and they seem to be very happy. Um, you know, they're able to still maintain that loving relationship, um, have everything they wanted in the world, but they go off to the side. Um, I do know there's a lot of opinions about open relationships. You know, I know a lot of people that are like, no, if I have a partner and they want to start sleeping around with somebody else or if they need to fulfill themselves with somebody else, it's done. It's over with. Well, you know, life and love is not that easy. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to be able to meet that person somewhere and be able to be content that this is where your trajectory in life is meant to be and that this is what you're going to do <laughs> you're going to be in an open relationship now me personally i just don't think i could ever be in an open relationship only because i am very uh, possessive <laughs> which is not a bad thing i know most of you are they're possessive but, but possessive not in a bad way I wouldn't want to share somebody that I loved with someone else. And I think once you do open yourself up to open relationships, you do open yourself up to, you know, whatever happens can happen. And you run the risk that, hey, you know, that person could meet somebody and have that connection that they've been yearning for and your relationship is no longer. And those are the risks you take when you have an open relationship. And you could put down every marker, you can put every down every rules that you want, and you cannot control how people feel and how people love. You know, I know people that, you know, they've been, they weren't necessarily in open relationships, but, you know, they had a partner for many years and they were happy and they were living life. And then the partner just came home one day and just said, hey, this is not working for me and they were done. And, you know, that's a whole nother topic that we'll hopefully delve into here in a little bit later. But, you know, just going back to the open relationship, I'm curious to know what people's thoughts are on the relationship. So, you know, this is a new podcast, so I'm not exactly sure how it works with, you know, putting your comments are replying so if you do have special thoughts on open relationships and things of that nature definitely um send me a message and when i run the podcast uh the next time i'll try to answer some of those questions or comment on that so open relationships you know i think there's something big in though here in 2022 going into 2023 um but you know it's something that i think you know, if you have a mature relationship, it's something that you can have that conversation with your partner about. Now, troubles. Trouble. So for those of y'all who don't know, a definition of a trouble is a couple that is three. So you have more than one person in a relationship. So meaning just how you think of you and your partner together, living life, home, house, job, life together, you add a third person in there. So I don't know what I think about troubles. I've seen a trouble relationship and it seems to work out only because, you know, when two of the partners are together doing whatever, the other partner may not be there or the three of them are together. Um, and 
I think it's just like an enhanced version of an open relationship. So I think it's one of those things that if you could find three people um, that care about each other, <laughs> love each other, and want to be together like that, I, I mean, I think it could work. I think it's mostly for people that know they're not going to be fulfilled by one person. And so if you know that you're not going to be fulfilled or you're missing something, maybe the person you're originally with is not very sexual, but you needed to bring a third person in to liven it up. And instead of having this open relationship, you and your new partner have embraced this third person and put them into your life. Um, You know, I know the pandemic taught us a lot of things. And one of the things it did teach us that anything is possible. And so, again, I don't personally think I could do a trouble. Um, I've seen it. I just don't think I could find two people that I would be that in love with and that comfortable with to be sharing everything that it would just be okay that that's the relationship. But I know that that's where a lot of relationships are going now. You know, the relationships are not just these normal cookie cutter things that you've seen on the movies, TV, from your parents, just in regular life. You know, relationships now are so complex. And I think that's the beauty of the world we're living in today. So it's just about you finding that niche and finding that relationship that works for you, um, that, you know, you can have that life and you can have that happiness. And if it's a trouble, being in there, you know, that's what you can do to make that relationship work. But troubles, I mean, that's even an interesting word. Trouble, I guess it comes from triple. So trouble, yeah, trouble. So definitely troubles are interesting. I don't think I hate them. Um, hate, hate is a bad word, wrong word. I don't think I would not be interested in it, but you never know, you know, you know, life is interesting. You know, if you were to tell me that I would be where I'm at today in life when I was a little boy uh, many years ago, um, I don't think uh, I would say the same thing. So you never know, you know, life always throws you curveballs and you just have to go um, with your heart. So. I think one of the most challenging things in relationships is people in relationships not being honest and not really sharing how they feel and just really doing some things that I personally feel is like down and dirty. And, you know, it's just cheating. Let's just let's just say what it is. Cheating. And it's not an open relationship. Open relationships, that's an agreement that you've made with that partner. And you and your partner have agreed to that. You're content with that. And you have set certain things and boundaries that you know that this is what your life is and you're okay with it. But being deceptive and cheating and not only doing it blatantly where people can see it, like you know it's out there, you're doing certain things when you're out, when you're in different scenarios, that's not okay. And I just think that we've 
become so comfortable as a society just thinking that it's okay that you know you're in a relationship and you're happy and your partner has a hiccup and they cheat and that it's okay to just be well let's try to work it out or let's try to forgive you know i feel like if you had an honest open relationship you could have those conversations with your partner and just say hey i'm not getting what i need i love you i still want to be with you I don't want this to end, but I'm missing something. I need this excitement. And if you can't work it out with that partner, open relationship is a route for you. Trouble is a route for you. But when it comes to cheating and just, you know, going behind the person's back, doing certain things, um, that's just not okay. And I, for the life of me, don't understand how someone could be in a relationship with somebody that you know is cheating or you have thoughts that they're cheating or you know that they're cheating and really it's just disrespectful to you as the other person that you're just sitting there just letting this happen and you're not saying anything and you're just being disrespected like I just feel like that's even more grimy than if it was somebody I didn't know and so I just feel like in relationships you just have to be honest you need to be honest with your partner. And if you're honest with them, you never know. Maybe there's something that they're trying to get. Maybe there's something they're trying to do, but cheating is just never the route to go. You know, honesty, being open, having that loving relationship is just, that's the way to go. And if you're not gonna do that route, you know, why be in a relationship? Why be with somebody that you're gonna have to go and do dirty things behind their back, hide things. You're just giving yourself trauma, just living in that life that is just not good. And nobody needs to live that life when they're, you, you could just be honest and just have these conversations. So I just never will understand why somebody puts up with a cheater. But again, that is going so much more deeper than what this podcast is trying to delve into. And, you know, your psyche, how you grew up, how you, what you saw when you grew up, you know, you, you, we accept the love we think we deserve. And if you think that you deserve to have somebody do that to you, then, you know, you know, there's not much you can do to get around that. And without the right help, and the right people around you, you know, you can't see that, you know, it can be better on the other side. So cheating, eh, not so much. That is not the way to go. So, so one of the things I find so interesting about relationships is that people that have been together for a while, they want and try to make it so hard to the world to believe that everything is happy, that their home is happy. You know, they post these pictures on social media, traveling around the world, hand in hand, smiling, happy. And if you were to view that, you think like, wow, you know, that's a good relationship. They love each other. They care about each other. But really, when you get down to it, they're not happy. Their life is not happy. They're at home either fighting or they have decided to see other people but are not making it public, still together, doing that. Which, again, like I said earlier, that's okay. If that's what you decided to do with your relationship, that's okay. I think the problem I have and I think it's strange is that when you're trying to make everybody believe that 
you have this perfect relationship and you don't. You know, we're human. Like, not every relationship is going to be perfect. And I think it's endearing that, you know, you let people know that. You know, you show that. Yeah, you had great moments. Like, great. You went on a trip. Post that trip with your partner. You had an anniversary or you're having a wonderful moment. But... When it comes to the point where people know that, yeah, what's going on at home is not the best, it just makes it so, I don't know, like I want to say it's grimy, but I think grimy is like a little dirty of a word. I just think it's not truthful and it's not being dishonest. And it's just like, I don't think people in 2022 going into 2023 really are worried about relationships and your relationship in that matter that they would be upset or they would be hurt if like you're dishonest like hey it's not perfect i'm not gonna keep posting all this stuff and talking all this stuff like everything is hunky-dory and we have the best relationship just to make face like if you have real friends you have real family they're not gonna care about that they want the best for you and your partner so i just think that you know when people go down that road It's just not a good road. And I think that would lead to where the relationship is not going to work and there's going to be hurt feelings. And I just don't know how you can live a life when you're just being that not truthful and not and not honest with yourself and honest with the world. Like, you know, people care and people are are not going to be doubting your relationship or doubting your love. But when you're real and you're honest and that's why those friends that I have that are in these relationships that are just so, you know, the love is there and they're happy, but I know they have issues too, but they're real about it. And it's so special to me that they're able to be just so real and honest about it instead of being like some relationships where they're just trying to make everybody in the world think that, you know, the relationship is the best and everything is going well. And I just think that, you know, as people and as humans, we should be supportive of just anybody that's trying to make it through just today or just trying to make it through the relationship. And if that means supporting them as they're going through troubles in the relationships and being there for them. I think when we start doing that as a society, you know, people won't feel the need that they need to like try to present something to the world that's not there. And, you know, we can go so far deep into that because it's not just relationships, you know, social media really is a place where it can just make you feel that you have to be a certain way. You know, if you scroll through your feed and you're just looking at, I don't know, all these workout videos and all these influencers and their bodies and their face and they're pretty and you feel like that's what I need to do, you'll start to do that. And it just doesn't make you happy because you're just like trying to like fit in into this world that is just so like crazy and it's not you, you know? You know, I used to be so concerned about what I would post on my social media. Like, the picture had to be perfect. It had to be to the left, had to be the right, the right lighting, whatnot. If it didn't look right, I was going to post it. I already be worried about what I was going to post in my story. Like, I'm watching a video, or I'm listening to this song, or I'm reading this article, or I heard something. I was like, oh, I don't want to post it because if I post it, people are going to say or think something about me. 
And so I got to the point, like, who cares what people say? It's your opinion. It's your thoughts. Like, you know, why are you trying to fit into this cookie cutter mold to be accepted and loved and liked by people? It's just so not where you need to be. And so when it comes to relationships, you know, that's just one of those things that, you know, you know, people, people will surprise you. People will surprise you. And you just have to know that people are not here to judge and people want the best for you. And if you're in relationships that it's not going the best that you thought it was going to be, just know that there's people there that are there to support you, that are happy for you, and that, you know, that will continue to want the best for you. And once you start to realize that, you'll be honest with them. And then when that honesty comes, you know, your relationship can grow and you can fix on those problems. So, you know, that's just my thoughts on, you know, relationships and just trying to fake it till you make it, I guess. (laughs) And how that just can be so detrimental to whatever you're trying to build. And so, you know, so I had a question for everybody. What would you do if you were with a partner, had a lovely relationship, everything is going well, and then they come home one day and they tell you, I met somebody else, this relationship is over. I don't know why I'm triggered by this relationship scenario or topic, but as y'all know me, which y'all will get to know me very well, um, I love Real Housewives and I love the Real Housewives of Miami. If you're not watching this new season, you are missing out because it is so good. But the whole thing with Lisa and her husband and just how it went down, I, for the life of me, do not know what I would ever do if I was in that scenario. And I think that's part of why I'm so thinking with relationships and, you know, opening up and trying to be with somebody because I could not ever fathom in my life that I would come home and somebody would just be like, hey, um, this is not it. And you need to move out and we're done. And so... I know that's like a loaded question and I know we don't have the time to go over and talk about that, but what are your thoughts on that? Like, I don't know, what would you do? Like, I just don't even know how I would react. I would just feel like you're not even talking about open relationship. We're not talking about a trouble. We're not even talking about cheating. It's just, hey, it's over. I don't even want to work on it. It's like, you know, that famous line from Sex in the City. I mean, when you break up, where does the love go? I mean, you once did love that person. Love doesn't just disappear in the air. It just doesn't go away. So I don't know. That's a triggering one. Um, I could go in so much depth with that one, but I don't think it's appropriate for the first podcast. Um, But what are your thoughts on that? Again, um, I'm not sure how the messaging goes on this, if you're able to send me messages, but if you see my instagram you can slide in see your thoughts and we'll touch on it on the next episode but thank you if you made it through all of this you've listened to the very first podcast that i created um you know i'm excited about this i really feel like a lot of times i just have so much things i want to say and i try to bounce ideals off of people and i'm very vocal 
about my thoughts unbeknownst to some of you all and i feel like this will be like this is a good release to just kind of just talk to you all and just kind of just say hey you know these are what i'm thinking what are you thinking did you think this same thing i mean it's inconceivable that this is going on that this is happening i can't believe we're listening or doing this so i hope you enjoy this first topic on relationships um, I'm hoping that um, down the road, um, these podcasts will get a little bit more refined. I'm so, so excited about bringing guests on because I feel like bouncing ideals and thoughts off of people is a great ideal. But again, I hope you enjoyed. If there's a way to subscribe to this, please subscribe to this. I'm going to do my best to try to do a podcast every week and see how it goes. If it goes well, try to keep going more and more. If you have any ideals or topics I should discuss, um, definitely send me a message. Um, again, I don't know how you do that yet, but we'll figure it out together. And you know what? Have a great, 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 great day. Welcome back to another episode of Inconceivable with Andy. First, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody that have sent me heartwarming messages, that have supported me, that have followed this podcast. The support and the love, you cannot even understand how much that makes me feel. You know, when you jump out on a limb and you take a leap and do something different that you think you would never ever have done and have your friends and family and loved ones support you it just means the most so i'm glad you all enjoyed the first episode this is episode number two and let's just get into it so i was thinking about what i was going to do for episode two and i think you know i kind of just wanted to touch a little bit more on relationships and then go into dating. And then I thought, okay, let's make this second episode a two-part episode. Let's make this episode, you know, just kind of some thoughts and feelings on dating and relationships. And then let's invite somebody on. Let's invite some guests on. I think um, having another perspective or bouncing off ideals with somebody will make it exciting. So the second part will be around the same topic, but it will be a guest. So dating in 2023, relationships, you know, I've had a lot of thoughts about it. And there's just a couple of points and topics that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, one of the first things is um, if you're dating and you're trying to find somebody, you have to position yourself or be in a place or be in a mindset to find that person. If you're not putting yourself in those situations, you're never going to find that love or that relationship or making dating worthwhile that you're looking for. And when would I say like putting yourself in the mindset or in the space to find that somebody? If you're looking for this white collar, business professional, you know, upstanding, good credit, <laughs> no display, but just a good upstanding person, you have to realize where are you putting yourself in the position to meet that person. If you're going to raunchy places where people of that caliber or stature do not go to, 
chances are you're not putting yourself in the right headspace to meet that person. And so, you know, it's very important that you put yourself in situations that you're able to, you know, find people to go on dates with or find um, happy relationships with. And if you're not doing that, you're really not really trying to find somebody that you're looking for. So I'm a firm believer that you have to be in the right place at the right time. And if you're not and you're in places that you're not going to find that relationship or loving relationship that you're looking for, I think you're going about it all the wrong way. So you definitely want to make sure that you are doing that. If you are looking for a particular person or you're looking for a particular kind of relationship. Now, one of the things I know it's the hardest, but you got to prevent this casual dating like just dating people just to date people you go on dates just to meet people to see what's going on because when you do that it really just opens you up to not really find the person that you're looking for because it gives off that vibe like if you're going on just casual dates and you're trying to have conversations one of the conversations will come up is like are you dating right now who are you talking to? And if you're like, oh, I went on a date last week, or I went on a date last last week, that's casual dating. And it's not going to really lend yourself to meet somebody that you're trying to find. So I know it's kind of hard because that's the way you meet people. Like, how are you going to get yourself in a good relationship if you're not dating? But you got to prevent the casual dating. You know, my mindset is like, Hey, let me get to know you a little bit. Let's chit chat a little bit over the phone. Let's send some messages. And then once I kind of get to know you a little bit better, let's go on that date. Then you know you're not just dating somebody to date. And I know that's hard and I feel like that's how people meet people. But when you are casual dating, people can read that. People can get that vibe. And when you give off that vibe, they give that vibe that you're not serious and that you're not really trying to find that person. So casual dating, I mean, it's what we got to do to meet people, but you really just have to be in the right headspace to really feel like that's going to be something good for you. Now, the next point, I know it's a touchy one and um, it can be hard for a lot of people. And it was hard for me too at times, but you got to really, really, really look inward to yourself and really feel like, you know, you're good enough and you're enough. And that fear of being alone, you know, we date because we don't want to be by ourselves, you know. That fear of being alone is such a touchy and I don't know, it's just giving me goosebumps now thinking about it, but it's just that fear of being alone. Like you want to find somebody, you want to meet somebody so you can share your life with or share a home with. And I think a lot of times we date or we stay in relationships because we're afraid of being alone. And it's valid, you know? Who wants to grow through the world and not be with somebody and not being able to share about that, share that world with them? But when it comes to being alone, you have to understand that you are enough. You are fine the way you are. 
And if you didn't happen to meet who you're looking for, that's okay. But you should never want to be with somebody or stay in a relationship because you're worried about being alone. When you learn to love yourself and you learn to look inward and look at your family and friends and everything that you have going for you, that that fear of, of being alone, it just kind of goes away because you know you have the support and you have the love of friends. And I know it's hard because everybody wants somebody to come home to. Everybody wants somebody to lay next in the bed to. Everybody wants that person to say, hey, babe, how was your day today? But if you're being with people because you're scared to be alone, you're not really giving your whole self to them. So my advice is that you got to look inward and you have to know that you are enough and you are worthy of being with somebody that's going to make your head spin and you'll have the best relationship. But if you're trying to stay with somebody or if you're dating because you're worried about being alone, it's just never the right route to go. And I know that's hard. It's really, really, really hard for a lot of people to do. But you got to put yourself in that good headspace that knowing that, you know, at the end, everything will come out right. Now we talk about the fear of being alone and then into another really touchy one, toxic relationships. Now, this is a shout out to all my Aries out there. We feel like we can fix everybody. And we stay in relationships. We date certain people or we date people because I'm the person that can fix them. I see all the qualities in them. I see that this person is special. I see that this person could be the person I can be with forever. But if you're trying to fix somebody, it's, it's never going to work. And those toxic relationships are the downfall of society. I'm going to say it, the downfall of society because I feel like we stay in these toxic relationships because we feel the need to fix people or we feel that we can fix them and you cannot fix people. They have to be able to fix themselves. Um, I was in a toxic relationship of many years ago and just me thinking about it, how I was physically, how I was mentally, it just brings you down. It brings your whole aura, who you are as a person, who people love about you. It will bring you down, eat you up and spit you out. You have to understand when you're in those relationships that you deserve better. You deserve the world. You deserve people treating you as the king or queen that you are and if you're staying with them because you believe you can fix them that's always going to be your downfall so you have to know how to look inward to yourself and know that you're enough you know you by yourself touching a little bit on being alone is enough and if you're trying to fix somebody because you want to be in that relationship or you want to date them it's not going to end well and i know that's hard for a lot of people it's so hard it's so hard but you got to know that you're enough and when you believe that the sky's the limit you know the sky is the limit so 
toxic relationships, um, that could be a whole episode to itself. And you know what? Let me jot that down because I think that is one that I may bring up on a later date because we all know about toxic relationships and we all stay in them for whatever reason we do. And it's just not good for us. Now, dating um, with somebody that is not providing you what you need or being in a relationship where you're not getting what you need is also just not good. You know, why be in a relationship with somebody that is not giving you what you need? It's not giving you the things that you're needing to make that relationship or that dating successful. You know, why be with somebody that is just not doing it for you when you can be with somebody that is just giving you the world? You know, relationships should be excitement, you know? You should be excited about the person. We all know that feeling when you're, like, dating somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody, and you're excited about them. Like, when you see them, you get so excited. Like, you want to do everything with them. You want to be with them all the time. They're giving you everything you need. They understand you. When you say something, they're listening. When you ask for some things, they remember that they, um, you had asked them for that. And then they give it back to you because they're listening to you. Like they're giving you everything you need in a relationship. And when you can have that, uh, it just makes you feel like you're on cloud nine. So why be with somebody that is not providing you what you need? It's not giving you what you need out of this relationship. And we do that to ourselves because, again, we just feel like this is what we need or we're scared to be alone or we're not enough. But when you can find that somebody that brings that joy, they're giving you what you need. And why do you need anything less than that? So, you know, be with somebody that's giving you what you need. If they're not giving you what you need in your relationships or with your dating, it's time to reevaluate if that's something that you want to do or if you want to move on from it. Because you definitely want to be with somebody um, that's giving you what you need. It's exciting. It's so exciting when you can meet that person. It's special. Very special. Um, so I know sometimes we don't want to hear it. But when someone tells you something, you need to believe them. When somebody tells you, I'm not looking for a relationship, you have to believe them. And I know a lot of times we don't do that. A lot of times people will tell us, oh, we went on this date and you think, oh, okay, this person could be the one. And you're calling your friends. You're like, oh, I met this person. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship. And then you realize, well, they're just saying that. I know they want to date me. I know that they want to be together. When somebody tells you something, you have to believe them. And so if they tell you they're not looking for a relationship, chances are they're probably not looking for a relationship. And if they're looking for a relationship, they're not looking for a relationship with you. And you have to understand that this is what it is. And you have to be able to move on from that. And it's hard, especially if you're a certain person that doesn't like to take no for an answer or believes that. Things can be different or things can change. It's hard for that. But I think at the end of the day, when you start to realize that and you can internalize that, you can definitely see that, yeah, I'm going to believe you. 
you don't want this relationship and that's okay because you know what we're good enough and we'll find somebody that wants to be in a relationship with you so at the end of the day you just need to be the happiest person you can be you need to go out into the world and spread all your love and your energy and if you do that you will meet that person you know i'm a firm believer there is a person for everybody out in this world you know and you just have to be in the right place you have to be in the right mind space that when that person comes everything will click and everything will work itself out and if you don't find that person you know what the me i am is good enough and the me I am will make it. And the me I am is happy. And the me I am is beautiful. So, you know, dating is fun. Dating is hard. Relationships are fun. Relationships are hard. But at the end of the day, if you're not in tune with your own self and your own being, how can you give love to other people? I know it's so cliche how RuPaul ends every one of her episodes. If you can't love yourself, how the hell can you love somebody else? But that is so true. If you're not in tune with yourself, where you are out in the world, and what you're wanting, what you're needing, and how are you giving that to people, you cannot be able to give yourself to another person. So until you find that, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. And so that's hard for people. It's hard for me. And I know it's hard for some of you all out there, but at the end of the day, just know that you're worthy of love. You're worthy of a special love. And if you have it, you know, continue with it, grow with it, nurture it. And if you don't have it, just know you'll find it. And if you haven't find it or found it, you're good enough and you will find it. And if you don't, you're, you, the you you are, is special the you you are can make it so that's all really what i have to say today about dating and relationships again thank you so much for listening to episode two part one of it again like i said i'll probably have part two bring somebody on kind of give another perspective talking about dating and relationships but again thank you everybody and i just want to say thank you Thank you to everybody that has taken time to listen to this podcast, that has provided me love and support. It means the world to me, and it's given me the courage and the strength to continue on with this and really um, try to make something special. Because again, like I said, I have a lot of things that I like to say, and um, I feel like with the support you all are giving me, it's making this and my dreams come true. So thank you all so much. Um, have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon.